Welcome to Bitstorm, a comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I'm Trevor Scott, and with me as always is Ben Slinger. I am here, yes. Yes, I am. Hello. 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 So, what have you been up to recently? I hear that you've been maybe watching a few videos. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I want to talk about that. All the people who know I should be doing things other than learning about Unreal Engine... (laughs) I don't really really want them to hear it. Uh, Yeah, well, I mean, let's talk a little bit about it. Well, should we? I guess so. We had this dumb. We had this dumb idea that because Trevor has his Oculus Rift, and I'd like to buy probably a HTC Vive at some point in the next few months. We had this crazy, stupid idea that we could record the podcast in VR. Given that I, I recorded the audio in VR last week, that well, yeah, exactly. we might as well try to record the whole thing in VR. So, <laughs> we're learning Unreal Engine <laughs> so that we can create a little virtual studio, set up a third-person camera that shows us both in there, and do stupid shit and maybe stream it on Twitch or something, or at least uh, capture the video and put it up on YouTube. Uh, so, yeah. It's a stupid pipe dream. Yeah. But it's a fun stupid pipe. That we don't actually have time to pursue or (laughs) even the hardware at this point. But anyway. Uh, Hey, I've got the hardware. (laughs) Well, yes, but that's not going to work. Just watch you sitting there in VR. (laughs) Throwing things at a cardboard cutout of you. (laughs) Yeah. I'll just have to, like, use use my mouse to to drag the arms and head around as it puppeteer it a bit. Well, you you can just be you know the um the the first person camera user. <laughs> <laughs> then so just so our audience can just look at your face for the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've got ideas on how on how we'd actually represent ourselves. We're not going to give that away here because I think it's better better as a visual <laughs> medium. We've got lots of we've got lots of dumb ideas, and if it happens, you'll see them. So look out for that. I don't think we'd be the first podcast completely filmed in VR, but. I think we'd do some fun stuff with it, and we'd be one of the first. We'd be the first Australian <laughs> gaming. random game yeah. dev design podcast to do it in VR. That's it. And look, luckily, we don't have enough listeners to uh, for the chances of someone ripping the idea off to be a possibility. So, <laughs> bonus. And also, we don't have enough listeners to say, no, don't do it. It's a stupid idea. <laughs> exactly. Anyway. Let's get onto the actual show, the non-VR. Oh, yeah, that sounds good. The boring reality, just audio show. <laughs> yeah. Um, How does it work, Ben? I think we're just going to play Click Pitch. Yeah. Which is uh, a game where we each have a random word generator in front of us. On the count of three, two, one, we will click, get a new word, and combine those words to make a game design. It's going to be awesome. You just wait. Three, two, one, click. Serve. Paneling. Paneling. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm picturing it. It's you're at a Bunnings. <laughs> yeah. And you're serving paneling to to different customers. So it's one of those games where lots of people put in orders, and you got to try and um, <laughs> get, get the right paneling. It's just like of paneling. You have to cut it sometimes. Paneling, you got to sometimes cut it. Got to sometimes, you know, get a certain pattern happening on the paneling. You know, sometimes it'll be wood paneling. 
maybe you can you can find some some other versions of paneling. <laughs> and and it's basically like an overcooked sort of sort of game in which you've got orders in which you've got to sort of get them out nice and quick. That is interesting. I'm not yep. <laughs> I feel like just paneling would be a little bit tedious. I had a slightly different idea. Okay. I also was was thinking of paneling, like to panel the side of a building or something. Mm-hmm. But for serve, my mind went to tennis. <laughs> yep. And so perhaps it's kind of an arcadey sort of game where you're building a barn, but for, for some reason, the way you apply the paneling is by hitting a tennis ball back and forth. And where the tennis ball lands, that's where you add panels. Well, so it's almost I like a reverse. Thinking, it's almost like a reverse breakout sort of game. I, I was also thinking maybe you could apply paint in that way. Okay, that could be. A so little bit- you, you've got to sort of get into certain areas, and it would then make it a perfect VR game. <laughs> uh, it would work very well for VR, obviously, because you sort of. It's very specifically, you know, you've got to hit the ball in a specific direction and that sort of thing. Um, Regardless of whether it's VR or not. Yeah, I like that idea. So, basically, you've got, like, paint-soaked tennis balls. Yes. Um, This is- I feel like this is a little bit like our uh, our old um, lumberjack game, Who Was Afraid of Trees. This is a painter who's afraid of walls. (laughs) (laughs) So, to paint the walls, he has to stay a certain distance away and hit paint-soaked tennis balls at the wall and try to get the best coverage that he can. So, he he or she has to be a very accurate uh, tennis player or server. Uh, And, yeah, there are things like, well, if you're going to paint the inside of that barn, you got to get it through that window and have it bounce around on the inside a bit from different angles- you could set up some contraptions and things. So, like, get it in the window, bounce it off the hay bale to hit the other side so that you get that, like, corner panel. <laughs> I'm now imagining that you that your character runs inside and, you know, he's sort of- He serves down the one and he's just hitting it into, into all the bits of the walls. And he's like, okay, running low on paint, hits it hits it into into, like, the paint bucket- and like quickly goes over and then picks it up and starts starts going again. Oh well, I like the idea of of having to catch it back in the paint bucket. Like you bounce this tennis ball back, so you you basically you you're having a rally with the walls. Yeah. So, but but yeah, you it's it runs out of paint slowly, and so you have to quickly like drop the tennis racket, like hit the ball, drop the tennis racket, pick up your paint bucket, catch it. To refill it and then reserve for your next rally, yep. and and like the pro technique is to you know just do like a drop shot into the paint bucket itself, pick up the balls from the paint bucket and then keep then keep going. Right. Yeah. 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 Totally. Rather, rather, so you don't have to you know double hand double handle you know dropping the racket and all that sort yeah. of stuff. You can just literally go over and pick up the ball and continue. Yeah. But that's only on the inside. I think on the outside, then you know. That's where the majority of the serving is going on because, I mean, you're not going to be able to keep a rally going very easily on the outside. 
Well, I mean, I'm just thinking back and forth and you're kind of having to hit it oh, like yeah. up and, and then back and hit it a bit higher, hit it to the right, hit it to the right. And you can have all sorts of obstacles and stuff, things like things that are coming to wipe off the paint and you have to whack them. I don't know. I don't know what would what's, what would crawl on the outside of a barn and eat paint. <laughs> Some sort of paint creature. Um, if you turn around and you um, you look back and there's a cow just licking the paint off the wall. <laughs> yeah, you have to whack whack the cow, like hit hit the ball at the cow. Um, I I like this. I like that this is becoming a series. Maybe this could be like a franchise, but it's completely based around. Uh, people with hands-on jobs who are afraid of the things they need to work with. <laughs> I'm just imagining our next, our next game what's going to happen when we get to the plumber. Well, I was going to say our next game is a mechanic who's afraid of cars. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's just going to like lob engine parts into the into the bonnet and hope they hit the right spot. <laughs> okay, uh, let's click again. Yeah, do it one click. Stamina. Storage. Storage lockers. Storage, like, luggage. Like, how much stamina you have while carrying luggage around. Maybe it's some sort of, uh, like, belt, like, um, what do you call a, what do you call the person who takes your luggage up to your room in a hotel? Like a bellboy? Is that what that yeah, is? Yeah, bellboy. Yeah. That could be interesting. Like a bellboy simulator kind of thing. Having to an, okay. again an arcadey kind of maybe a multiplayer or like or like single screen co op or single screen multiplayer sort of thing where you're having to take take luggage from guests, get them up to the get them up to their room quickly enough to get, get higher tips, not run into things, not run into each other, or purposefully run into each other because you know Jared oh, Jared got the the guy the family with the like sixteen pieces of luggage. And loaded up his uh, little cart too high, but he knows his. You know, it's generally you know a dollar per piece of luggage or something, right? The tip, so he's going to get a big tip from it if he gets it up there quickly enough and gets back down to get more luggage, so yep. other people can come and knock it over. So he has to stop and pick it all up. But you've got a limited stamina pool, so yeah, exactly. So you, yeah, you, you've there's a there's some sort of stamina mechanic where you have to take a, take a rest or. Or you got to, like, within, you know, every X number of luggage that you that you pick up and, and move, like, it may be quicker to actually pick up the four pieces of luggage and run it up to the room. Yeah. Um, but, you know, taking that extra time of putting it onto the, um, onto the cart and then moving the cart into the elevator and, and then, you know, taking it off, uh, taking it off again. Will take less stamina, yeah, but um, slightly more, takes time. more time. Yeah, well, and also the the weight of each item comes into play as well. Um, so obviously, running with a heavier item is going to take your stamina down quickly. So that's where yeah. using the cart could could come in more handy. But of course, the cart also has less maneuverability, right? So if there's, you know, if the, if there's three other people who all have um, who all have customers on the 15th floor, then maybe you'll get through it quicker if you're just carrying them. Okay, so I'm saying this is a top-down. Yeah, that's kind of kind of how I was picturing it, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, one of the things that I, I'm 
liking the, the thought of is, you know how shopping trolleys, they have like one wonky wheel? <laughs> yeah. So, as you're pushing it, you know, you've got to sort of correct every now and again. Um, I think that has to happen. Or on- maybe it could be based on how you load the luggage. So, there's almost like a Tetris sort of mini game or not yep. not like a full on mini game but it just it depends on how you how orient a stable you yeah, make yeah like thing. or even just you know as you pick something up there's a little indicator of how heavy it is and so you have to even it out so that you don't put all the heavy stuff on one side cuz then it'll veer in that direction and possibly tip as you go around corners and stuff oh yeah you know you got to put the heavier stuff on the bottom heavy. yeah exactly exactly that'd be really that'd be really interesting actually that'd be really it fun would. maybe oh, yeah, um, maybe a technique is to is to make it real top heavy and then as you go past someone you just like veer to the right and drop a heavy suitcase on their head <laughs> <laughs> knock them out take out some of that stamina okay so i'm liking this i'm liking this a lot um is it a two player competitive or is it like a four player competitive i'm thinking like four players uh although that's going to be difficult on a single screen. Uh, you could maybe do four players, like split screen. You'd have to be split screen because yeah. you could all be on different floors of the hotel at the same time. Uh, yeah. Either, either two, yeah, two, three or four player split screen, I imagine, could work okay. Uh, with some sort of with some sort of mini map showing like what, what floor every character's on, or at least some sort of indicator. It doesn't have to be a yeah. map, map sort of thing. Uh how many elevators do you think there are? Well, I think you'd have different levels, right? So, I'm thinking maybe you can have three elevators for a four-player game. Yeah. And like a and single elevator eleva- for two. Like one, Bas- one less elevator per- than- One less, yeah. 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 yeah I think that's a good idea. And uh, then- But you can take the stairs. Yes. If you really but want. Not but if you've got a cart. Not if you've got a cart, of course. But So, you can carry- I mean, you're you're pretty skilled, so you can load up maybe three or four suitcases if they're not too heavy. Like a couple, you manage to hold two in one hand by their handles. You manage to like balance one on your head or something <laughs> if it's light enough. I don't know. Yep. You could have ways of of doing that as well. Uh, so yeah, if you know the elevator's going to be a while and it's only on the second floor, then you might want to just run it up. But it will take a lot of stamina. I'm thinking for the stamina pool to um, refresh that, you have to actually go to, like, the- um, Like restrooms or something? Either restrooms or, you know, like, the uh, the kitchen sort of thing and, and have, like, I don't know, a power bar. And that takes, mm. you know, five oh, seconds to you actually know what? eat. You know what could be a really interesting mechanic? What? You can take a chance and dig through one of the suitcases- and possibly oh, find no. like drugs or food or something that'll perk your stamina back up, but you're gonna lose out on your tips for that run then. If they get if they catch you. Okay, well, okay, so maybe you can <laughs> maybe it depends on how much time you spend repacking it. So if you you like you've just carried three heavy suitcases up to the third floor you're running out of stamina, you're like, shit, I really need to get this here. I'm going to risk opening these suitcases. You, like, open one, there's nothing in it. You open the second one, yes, found some stimulants. <laughs> it, like, jacks your stamina <laughs> up to 150%. Um, but- You're going to crash later on. You're going to crash later on. But also, you have to now- You can deliver these You can deliver these suitcases as is, and you'll, 
you'll get you know less tips or you can spend that time now repacking them carefully you'll hopefully still keep your tips although obviously like the tips also um are relative to how how much time you've taken from them leaving the reception to getting to their room and how how yeah. how far in between so yeah there's all these kind of interesting balancing acts there uh, of different strategies for for maximizing your tips ah oh, that's really cool i really want to play this yeah, I, I kind of like the idea of maybe you see um, you see the the lobby, and you just see a, a line of people, and you can sort of see okay, if I take a little bit more time um, on on this particular one, the next the next person in queue actually only has like two pieces two small of luggage, bags, yeah, but the next one you know has like five. And it's like, oh, that'll be that'll be a much better one to actually get. But of course, the other person sees that as well. So you sort of like, you've got that sort of who's got to get there first so going wait, down okay, really, really slow. So what happens if no one's down there? Is it just the first person to get back? It gets assigned to them. Like whoever's yes, whoever's in but, the lobby, it gets I, assigned I think, to them. I think them. the first person that the um that the um hotel manager sees. Right. You get you get called across. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting so, because obviously- So, there's a possibility that you can sneak through there and, and get to the restroom <laughs> and hide right. out in there for a little get bit. Get some stamina back. Yeah. Have a smoke. <laughs> yeah, I really like that idea. And of course, the, the- But like the longer you make that person wait though, because you're both trying to hold out for the next one, like they're going to get mad and you're both going to lose tips because you- like if they get mad enough and uh, mad enough that um they get pissed off and yell at the manager like the manager garnishes your tips. Yep. So yeah, again there's this balancing act. <laughs> that's there's so much cool stuff with this. Yeah, oh, it really is. That's awesome. Um I I I love the I love the Tetris mechanic though. Just Yeah, um, yeah, having to like how much extra up. time this could actually take and you know you You've got on your little screen, okay, here are all the bags. And it's like you t- you start testing them and you <laughs> you see that, you know, early levels, they're, they're all in sort of nice square shapes that, you know, you can create a nice little base. Yeah, and, but then you start getting like fucking- Stack things up. Like, like you start getting like, triangle and, and yeah, like circle hat boxes. guitar and, box, guitar cases and things. Like a, a bloody visiting band comes. That's like the boss level. <laughs> <laughs> just got like cylindrical drum cases, guitar cases. You just got to stack them up there. I, I'm I'm picturing it as a full on kind of um, 3D ish Tetris where you're like picking up one piece at a time and having to place it down where you want to place it, and they're all like physically um, simulated in some reasonably accurate way. <laughs> yep. So, so you- I'm thinking also that with with the um with the cart. You can see a top, a top view, yeah, a side view, and a front view, so that you can. Yeah, I think actually- I think you just make it that you can easily flip between them as you're packing a card. Yep, yeah. and you can also flip the um, suitcase, the, the boxes, the suitcases in, in also you know ninety degree increments. Oh, maybe I kind of like the idea of you just having to rotate them semi manually. Just to add to the challenge. <laughs> Maybe there's a power up. Maybe there's a power up that lets you um like snap to grid <laughs> in some way. Yeah, uh, but you, you you know what the power move is. What? It's literally line everything up horizontally and and you know, it may maybe going, you know, a meter 
a meter wide now, but it's like, it's the power move. <laughs> like sticking things out to the side. So you- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You could make it. That- <laughs> you could make it that if you stack things well enough, like you put the longer things on the bottom sticking out to the side, put some heavy things on top of them and you can just basically clothesline other other people or like just- Or bl- take their legs out. Take their legs out <laughs> or like knock their luggage off. There's like so many different elements to this game. I know. I love it. Oh, that's I love great. it, love it, love it. Right. Um one thing that we didn't actually talk about mm. is um how the tips would actually go up depending on what level you've actually um delivered to as well. So people who are on a higher level are probably of a of a higher socio um like social socioeconomic social status. status, yeah. Yep. So if if you deliver if you happen to get the penthouse you know, you know that your tips are, are going going nuts, but but it's a harder if, job because you got to get it, get things all the way up there and all the way up, all the way, all the way down. And if you've missed the elevator, yeah, well, and, uh, and the other if, people are going to be blocking you too, right? Like they know that you got a penthouse job. Yeah, you could even have like pull the stop button. Yeah, <laughs> you could do. Um, but I was going to say, what I was going to say is you could have special packages that have different attributes as well. So, like, they've got a particularly fragile one, or this one has a fucking dog inside it, and, like, if it gets knocked <laughs> off, it runs away. <laughs> <laughs> so, you really have to make sure it, that it's secure. It's just a box with four fur- furry links yeah, exactly, to be at the bottom exactly. of it. <laughs> <laughs> this one Love contains it. a bomb because for some reason. <laughs> Because they're actually a terrorist, I suppose. Um, but if that one gets knocked over, you like destroy the hotel. Uh, this could uh, even I you could actually- even do single player stuff with this, really. Like, oh yeah, you could definitely have a yeah, single player campaign of of just the challenge of packing it and getting it up there fast enough, and and but- and these sorts of different packages and stuff dealing with them. But yeah, the the multiplayer is is the um just the all out manic. Yeah. Mode. Oh, absolutely. Okay, let's click again. Oh, I don't want to. I just want to keep talking about this game. No, okay. <laughs> Three, two, one, click. Solid. Guys. <laughs> Solid guys. Uh, G-U-I-S-E. Oh, okay. Well, that could be a pun somehow. These are guys <laughs> who are under the guise of being solid, but they're actually made of liquid and or gas. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so it's, it's a aliens. Hey, okay, it's, a- it's water. It's either water or gas-based aliens living on Earth, um, in the guise of solid humans. Of solid guys, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I was thinking it's almost like a buddy cop kind of thing. One's liquid, one's gas. Yep. And they're known as the solid guys because that's what they call themselves because they want to convince everyone around them that they're solid humans just like us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they're actually cops. They could yep. be. And yeah, and I guess they have certain powers based on the the f- form of matter they are to uh, float through air vents or drip down <laughs> under doors or... <laughs> <laughs> and 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 so when when they're when they're in their solid state, um, every, everyone you know just assumes that they're always solid, and then you know as part of the puzzle solving, um, I'm 
possibly thinking uh, the Lost Viking yeah. style. Yeah. Yeah. You you can you can have you know the extra extra puzzles in which one has to go on go and hit some sort of button so that the other one can get through. Yeah. I wonder if we sh- I wonder things. if it if they could have a sidekick who is an actual human. Solid guy. <laughs> yeah, solid guy and the solid guys. <laughs> uh no, no, it's just Joanna. She's just a human. But she's like friends with these two guys who insist on calling themselves the solid guys all the time as if she didn't know they were solid. I mean, everyone's solid, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then, yeah, they, she finds out that one of them's made of water, one of them's made of gas, and they have to go on this puzzle-solving spree. So, uh, is it based on an alien world and they've kidnapped Joanna? Or is it I like based on I Earth? like the idea that it's based on Earth. And I like the idea of it being just, like, sometimes these really mundane puzzles. Like, I think it has to be a bit of an effort for them to stay solid. Like, they can, they can fake being solid. They can pull their molecules together. It's mm-hmm. harder for the gas guy than the water guy. But it takes some effort. And so, yeah. sometimes- and, and particularly under different situations or something. And so, sometimes- sometimes the challenge is literally just staying solid through a really long meeting. <laughs> 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 and, like, every time you say that you have to go pee- uh the boss says no, nope. <laughs> but then yeah, like you uncover some sort of conspiracy or something, and then you're really on the case, all three of you. Uh, and then yeah, you, then you're doing things like yeah, having to like turn into liquid form to go under a door so that you can unlock it so the others can get through. Or gas. Yep. I guess that was, works for gas form. I guess the thing is like, what can liquid form do that gas form can't? I guess liquid has. More weight to it then, right? Like, it could yep. pour into something that needed to be weighted down. Yeah. So, a container or a bowl or something like yeah, that. Yeah, or be transported can- in different ways. Um, I like that part of the challenge is, though, that, like, when you turn into your water or gas form, your clothes don't transform. And so, <laughs> when you get onto the other side of that door, you're going to be nude. You're going to be naked. Uh, so, in other words, Joanna's whole whole thing is it's that just she's like just picking the- up their fucking clothes. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty horrible. Um, no, well, maybe part of the puzzle solving is like you you get a bonus if you're back in your clothes at the end of the level. <laughs> it's like the extra extra the third star is uh, making it to the end of the level with your clothes and, on. And the secret fourth star was not making Joanna pick it up. Yeah, exactly. None of this heteronormative gender-based ro- gender roles of her doing their laundry for them. <laughs> <laughs> Do your own damn um, laundry, water guy. So, with the meetings, um, to stay solid, what does the player have to do? Because it needs to be kind of hard. Is it like um, a quick time event or is it... Like one of those, um, keep pressing, keep pressing X to, um. It's like, it's like, um, keep, it's like keep the meter in between the two points. Like, uh, Ollie, oh. like, like Ollieing in, uh, Tony Hawk. <laughs> no, not Ollieing, gr- uh, grinding, I guess, or, or doing the manual or whatever. Yeah, the manual. Yeah, the manual. Mm. Um, and as it gets harder and harder, it gets smaller and smaller. <laughs> 
<laughs> but if the if the boss has his back turned, you can like liquefy for a second, and you don't have to liquefy completely, but you can let it go a bit, and you just start dripping, 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 <laughs> and then the boss turns yeah. around, and you like whoop, suck it all back in, <laughs> <laughs> which is a really funny visuals with this. I'm just I'm now seeing the um the gas guy sort of looking uh looking slightly happier as if he's you know just let go of a big fart. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You gotta be like- really you gotta be really careful of the other employees not inhale not inhaling you. You won't get that mass back for a little while. Oh stink mass. We've already done stink mass. Yes, we've done stink mass before. Um Okay, so we we've got the um the protagonist. Who's the antagonist? Uh density man. <laughs> he's like super dense. Dent more dense than humans. Okay, so he's another <laughs> alien from the same planet? <laughs> from a, a like a different planet that they're at war with. Okay. They're offended by how far apart their molecules are. <laughs> <laughs> Including humans, yeah. Even humans are too- on, on on their planet. There's only one. There's only one state that they know of, and it's it's, it's just diamond molecule. Molecules are are literally touching. There's there's no space in between. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. All the electrons are just like super up up close and personal. So does that give him like um, electric charge or something like that? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. No, I think I, I think he's just works. really heavy. <laughs> just the same amount of volume takes up more, like weighs more, has more mass. I think that's the only difference. Um, like dark matter. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess, and I guess it's just take that guy down, literally, because he's really heavy, and then you just like make him fall through the floors somehow. Of the office building. Is it just in an office building? It sounds really boring. <laughs> I don't know why I, I, I went to- I think it starts an- in an office yeah, building and then you've an got op- to gradually get to- um- Well, I think eventually you go to the other planets. Then you get some really yeah, interesting things because then you've got different gravitational and pressure effects and things. Well, to, to see the um, to see the world in which everyone is just gas, that'll be, that'll be interesting to see oh, yeah. how they've made their structures. Everyone's basically just fucking all the time because they're just intermingling- <laughs> Constantly. <laughs> How do you know what, what's part of you? It was like, oh, <laughs> I know. I'm inside I, I, you right now. <laughs> he keeps saying that to Joanne and she goes, ew. Oh, I thought I smelled something. <laughs> uh, three, two, one, quick. Yeah. Pancreas. Comment. Comment. <laughs> <laughs> So it's a discussion board for pancreases <laughs> <laughs> to just like really bitch about their humans. I don't know what the fuck does a pancreas do. Oh God! Doesn't it make insulin or something? Or is uh, that a pancreas function? Uh, helps in di- digestion. helps in digestion. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, it does. So it does make insulin basically. Yes. So I'm thinking that it's. One of those one of those games in which um you start on you know the pancreas discussion board <laughs> trying trying to find out what the pancreas actually does. <laughs> okay. 
So the and game starts and you've just got a web browser open with Wikipedia and WebMD and discussion forums. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's like one of those um you know, you you control the computer to yeah. to actually Yeah, like solve, a fake a fake operating system kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um in this particular one, you start investigating into the into the pancreas and you know, maybe you get a um you get a little message popping up saying stop looking stop looking into this <laughs> stop looking into the function of the pancreas and it's literally from your pancreas well it could be um i i just think maybe there's a big conspiracy kind of like the um kind of like the appendix right that <laughs> no one knows what it does it's like well or it's that everyone claims that the pancreas does something but as you look further and further into it you realize it's all fake and so it's all a massive the, and so all up. the pancreases out there <laughs> like they're actually sentient, trying to get you to stop because they don't want you to know that they don't actually do anything, and also they're sentient. Well, they're, they're sentient, and they're actually you know a parasitic <laughs> organism that <laughs> right that for that for hundreds of thousands of years has been like living inside of humans without their knowledge yeah, as, a, as like a as like a um, parasitic yeah uh, twin. But it turns out that you know one or one or two of them decided that they they'd um start hiding hiding the rules as to you know maybe maybe they are the overlords of of the world of pancreatitis no that's that's a disease <laughs> <laughs> um okay that's a really fucking interesting idea so you're on this computer. And you get a message from a sentient pancreas that might be your pancreas saying, stop digging into the pancreas. Like, stop looking stuff up. What about all the doctors out there who are like endocrinologists or whatever and who are experts in the pancreas? Are they in on it or are they yes. made up? Or some a bit of both? Um, so, so what they actually are is they are, they are doctors who who keep out, uh, keep the parasitic twins, you know, in good health. Or well, health. okay. Or they're they're people whose pancreases have actually just taken them over completely, like yep. they've taken control of the host, which they only do like that. That's not actually their goal. Like they just do that in emergencies, uh, or where they see a real opportunity to affect to to continue this ruse of. The pancreas just being a regular organ in the human body, uh, which is why a lot of them yep. are pancreas doctors. Or maybe your um your pancreas is actually trying to get you to look into this because it doesn't like the way that a certain pancreas has taken over its um its host its user, and, and maybe um, it's your like significant other. You find out that you're actually in love with a pancreas. <laughs> <laughs> and your pancreas either your pancreas feels bad for you for being duped or your pancreas just really isn't in love with the other pancreas <laughs> doesn't want to be part of this weird it's, threesome it's actually, it's actually from is actually from you know a a separate bloodline of of pancreases right there's like a blood he, feud he I, I'm I'm thinking it is like oh that pancreas is from a lower caste, <laughs> right? It's like oh oh maybe <laughs> or maybe your significant other has diabetes. 
So, like, the pancreas doesn't uh, produce insulin. Mm-hmm. So, um, the, your pancreas is just like, they look down on it as being lesser. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 so, and so, the people who have, who have diabetes, their, um, their pancreas is basically um, saying to die. And that's why they're that's why they're having to um you know inject insulin and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, Basically, yeah. So I'm just looking is, into it because of course we like to be accurate on this show. <laughs> but like type two diabetes is is often because of impaired insulin secretion. Like so, the pancreas isn't secreting insulin the way it should be. So yeah, like I don't think it's dying. It's just not very good at its job. <laughs> <laughs> I've decided I'm going on holiday. <laughs> yeah. Um, so maybe your maybe your pancreas just thinks it's fucking lazy. You, you you just you look into it and you know it's just playing World of Warcraft the whole time. <laughs> well, I mean, that's why it took over the host, <laughs> so that it could play World of Warcraft. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> so this is sort of a conversational, almost choose your own adventure sort of, or like dialogue tree based game where you where, you where you're sending emails, instant messages can- and emails to your pancreas to your significant other i think you just you have a choice of gender or whatever for both main characters yeah. there's a questionnaire at the start yeah exactly <laughs> just who who yeah uh, and so you're trying to yeah and so like there's there are all these <laughs> Great reveals of, oh, your significant other is actually a pancreas who's taken over their host. I'm not into this because they're also a useless pancreas. 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 Said that again so I can cut it in there after all those times I failed to say pancreas. Uh <laughs> um, I'm editing, so I can't be bothered doing that, so I'll just put one of the failed ones in there. <laughs> ah, fuck you. <laughs> uh, I gave you options, man. Uh, <laughs> okay, I, what I like is I like the idea of halfway through the game, you get an instant message from a new person, and um, it's it's actually is from your appendix, and it turns out they're a different race of aliens, <laughs> and they're also only just finding out that pancreases are sentient. They thought they were the only ones, and they've been like living on the down low, or mostly failing because they just get removed constantly and killed. Yeah, the pancreas has been it's, it's been it's much more successful. Who has been sending down uh, just just as the um, the pancreas has always known that the the appendix is um is another. Alien being, right? But um, if they, if they start, you know, getting a little bit too nosy, they get um, they they send down some bacteria to basically <laughs> to, like, just give appendicitis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's really funny. Uh, and then the final scene of the game is like your left lung saying, "Hey, me too." <laughs> 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 I'm just thinking your brain, actually. And there's like, hang on. Wait. What? what? Wait, but I'm, <laughs> I'm not my brain. <laughs> the brain just goes, me too, in, in like a like a, a, a third, um, you know, third sort of voice in your head. And it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, it turns out that what you thought was con- consciousness is actually just a, like, weird side effect of these, like, 50 different sentient beings deciding to settle in a skin sack <laughs> together. 
And and so that ex- that explains dissociative disorder or whatever it is. <laughs> right. You know, the- this is when one of them gets a bit too uppity. Yeah, so that's why some people can have like thirteen different personalities. It's all their um, it's all, their- all their organs being <laughs> sentient and and coming to the forefront. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh oh god, that's funny. Three to one click. Yeah. Spitting. Oxidation. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so my first thought was that you have to like, for some reason, you have to make you have to rust something. And, yeah, but, same here. But the only way you have to do that is by spinning on it. So you just have to like work up enough saliva to cover something and spit until it rusts. Okay. Alien world in which, for some reason, um, human spit oxidizes metal instantly. Okay. So just the oxidation um, process happens much faster for whatever reason. Yeah, but only through human spit. Don't make me look up oxidation. Anyway. Yeah, okay. So, there's some sort of catalyzing reaction with saliva that- Yeah. Yes. That increases metal oxidation, the speed of it. All right. So, that's your weapon. That's Um, almost your- Like a tool on this this planet, then. You can, like- Especially because it turns out that rusted metal is one of the most precious items on this planet. (laughs) Because it's so rare. Okay. So, you're having to avoid being captured by these aliens because they want to make you their golden fucking goose by just spitting on metal all day long. <laughs> yeah. And so, and so, maybe they they all live in these massive um, metal, you know, got metal panels and all that sort of stuff. Bringing back the paneling. Um, <laughs> got metal panels and, you know, you're, you're sitting in a dungeon at the very start. And you start thinking, ooh. I bet you I could escape. And so you spit instantly the metal metal panel like- <laughs> rusts. You kick a hole through well, it. Well, I, I like this idea that you start the game and you don't know that this is part- Like, you don't know that this is a thing yet. Like, maybe you literally wake up in a metal cell after having been abducted by aliens. But the the way you figure this out is, as like, as a gamer, is the only control you have is to spit. <laughs> Like, that's the only <laughs> thing you can do right now is you can move around and you can spit on things. Um, and yeah. if it does happen to hit metal, then, you know, you see spots of rust. Yeah. Well, yeah, you presumably just see it. Exactly. You see it rust quite quickly. And so, if you spit on the same place a few times, it starts rusting enough to, like, rust a hole through it. So, what's the best way to get to get more saliva? <laughs> uh, I'm thinking um, w- when you see, like- the thing that you really want to eat right at this second, <laughs> you start salivating. Right. Kind of like in that in that game that we had a little while ago, you know, where where you were the bacteria inside the person's mouth. That's right, yes. So you see a massive kebab and you start salivating <laughs> and then you can Which luckily is the can- is the is the main source of dietary nutrition on this planet is kebabs. Oh, it doesn't have to be. <laughs> That's the only thing that they have. They can have pizza as well. <laughs> Fuck, now I'm hungry. Uh, yeah, okay. So, you've got a saliva meter that goes up as you, like, look at tasty foods or yep. get nervous about something or, I don't know, are about to vomit. <laughs> don't say that to me right now. <laughs> That's true. Trevor had gastro this week. Uh <laughs> I actually think it was more food poisoning, oh, but lovely. yes, it wasn't wasn't very From a good. Bad kebab. Um, no, uh, thinking it was my midnight Macca's run. Oh, really? Anyway, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. Is there much more we can do? What happens if you spit on the aliens? Does something happen there too? Like, oxidation doesn't just happen to metals. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what what happens when other things oxidize, but I think it happens to so other things. I, I'm thinking maybe what could actually happen is, you know how in the alien movies, mm-hmm. how- the aliens have, like, um, you know, acid for blood, and they can pretty much melt things almost instantly. Yeah. That's one of the powers that you find out that right. so humans on this actually planet, have on Your this, saliva on this and blood uh, are, like, basically, effectively acidic. Yes. Okay. Um, so, I think the cool thing that could happen halfway through the game is that typical trope of you lose the powers- Wait, how does that happen? Because you're just in a- you, Because- You're in an environment taken, where it doesn't- You get taken to another environment that is sterilized. Right, okay. And so, um, now you're just a weak, puny human again. Exactly. So, now you've got to use some of the other skills that you've learned throughout the game. Like- In the in the non-mandatory stealth section. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, like, just using alien weapons and stuff. Well, I kind of like the idea that- in all the other sections, you can use alien weapons, but because your sweat just, like, breaks them down so quickly, you only get, like, three shots off before they disintegrate. Whereas now that you're in this other environment, you can use yep. you can use all the tools and weapons uh, properly. Because, the, um, because whatever it is in the air that actually causes this- Yeah, like, causes- the, yep. Catalyzes the reaction with your bodily fluids. I, I kind of like a, a big twist. Mm-hmm. And- the big twist I'm sort of going for is that the aliens that have that have captured you have actually come and terraformed Earth. Okay, so this is and Earth after all. This is actually Earth after all. You maniacs! Yeah, yep. I, I just I just think it might be a, a cool idea to have it that it's quite a few years later they've they've terraformed the Earth and changed right. the atmosphere. So do you find more humans then? I th- I think you may you may actually find it, your your main thing is to get is to get back to your family. I just had a is- I just had a horrible thought of like oh, no. using humans as traps. Like there's a there's a there's an alien coming down the hallway and you've positioned a human above them. And as the alien passes underneath, you shoot oh, you no. shoot the human or like slice it open <laughs> so all its bodily fluids come down and just like disintegrate the alien. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> look, human this is traps. this is war, man. They took our planet. We gotta break a few eggs. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think one of the characters' name? Eggs. <laughs> Alright, I think we should click again. Yep. Might be the last one. Three. Two, one, click. Hardliner. <laughs> okay. Upright. Hardliner? Hardliner. Is that even a word in itself? What is it? Like, what is that? Oh. A member of a group, typically a political group, who is uncompromisingly to a set of ideas or policies. Ah, it's a Tony Abbott. Yes. It's a Tony Dum Dum, as my son still- We'll remember to say occasionally. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, um, now I'm depressed. So, what was yours? Uh, upright. I don't- <laughs> is, it, is it a Tony Abbott headbutting game? <laughs> <laughs> Topical. <laughs> you get to play a bunch of yes voters who headbutt Tony Abbott and see how long he stays upright for. <laughs> Yeah. 
Yeah, but you know what I'm picturing that he is? He's just one of those one of those like punching clowns that just has has like the, the weight at the bottom yep. that he goes down and comes back up again. Yep. Yep. Also his face looks like an onion. <laughs> and he's eating one. Yeah. Too. He's an onion eating an onion. Alright, I think we'll click again. We'll find it. We'll find a good one in here. Yeah. Three, two, one click. Banknote. Confection. Oh, this is a bit more interesting. So it's a world in a world where money is, is candy. also confectionery. <laughs> so you've 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 just made the big sale, but you're also but you're really hungry. hungry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and also everyone has to pay in cash. So <laughs> there's just piles of of confectionery around, going bad. Look, that's another issue, right? Like, depending on the time. So, uh, so <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So, if you wanted to, if you want to keep long-term stores of cash, you have to store it in hard candy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like for short-term day-to-day spending, um, you know, like chocolate bars is fine. Or yes, like mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're going to melt, but it's all right. You're going to spend them pretty quickly. Do people also? Is this like also people's main um thing that they eat? Because then it's basically a um, way to, like, avoid going to the grocery store. <laughs> like, going to the grocery store is just turning cash into food anyway. So, instead of doing that, so you going just to the ATM cash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the ATM is just, uh, the candy man can. It's just that scene from Willy Wonka. Um, okay, and Halloween and Wh- is the most expensive day on the Yes. On Earth. And Willy Wonka is God. <laughs> <laughs> Willy Wonka is being reimagined as a bank manager. Willy Wonka is Donald Trump. <laughs> he's both oh, president God. and the richest man. Well, not that Donald Trump is the richest man, but you know what I mean. He's a rich arsehole. Um, okay, so I kind of like this idea of um, confection being money and all that sort of stuff. Yep. I'm thinking that we set it on Halloween. Okay. And, you know, so it's not only the um, most expensive day on, on the planet because everyone's giving out um, money to kids, and they're, <laughs> right. they're literally just going to eat it all. Right. So, 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 yeah, this is the equivalent of someone, of a kid coming to your door and you're throwing like $300 worth of 20s in their bag. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. So, he- here's the next thing. You've got, you got two thieves who, who see that, um, Halloween is a perfect night to go out and get free money. Yeah. So, so you basically play the they, thieves. Yeah. I, I, either you play the thieves or you play, is this, um, hang on. A detective who's who's trying to work it out. I was going to say, is this yet another game where you're stealing things from children and making them cry? <laughs> no, you're not stealing from the children. You're stealing from, from the people's houses. So, oh, so you have so to basically, pretend to be children? Yeah, basically, okay. because it's all in costumes. Right. You know, um, you've just got just to make sure that um, maybe you can choose your crew that you send out to- um, to bring in all the money. Right. So, you- So, you've got, you like, can, um, the different types of houses. You know, some people mm-hmm. just put out a bowl and it's, like, the honour system, but, you know, they might have set up a security camera. So, you've got to get someone in there who can have the tech to shut down that security system so you can take the whole bowl. Other people are uh, actually- 5,000 bucks worth of 20. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Other people are answering the door, but, like, you're not going to get anything if it's obvious that you're not a kid. So, you need someone who's short and you need a really good costume uh, to yep. hide the fact that you've got um, a full-length beard and a super baritone voice. Maybe you can bribe some kids with um, some cheaper, nastier candy um, that is, like, you know, your your nickels and your quarters and stuff like yep. that. Yeah. Um, 
So you, to, so you to do get, like, get to scam can. some kids. Yeah, but but you know you you've got to send someone to um to actually scope out the right kids. Right. So you got to find that. the kids who are going to be dumb enough to take lesser candy for the more more valuable candy they get from the house, but also clever enough that they're not just going to go to the door and give it away. That yeah yeah okay. <laughs> so um the way the way I'm seeing it is that you can you can actually give them like five dollars worth of um, nickel and quarter candy mm-hmm. for you know their one or two twenty dollars note candy that they give you, yep. and it's like um. They just see it as they're getting way more candy, but you're actually making money out of it. Right. So, they're dumb kids who think the more, like, qu- the quantity of candy is better than the yeah, actual value of better it. than the quality. Yeah. Um, so, what What are the different- to- Like, what's your sort of denominations? Like, your, your five cents, is that, is that like- Is this going to be close to what they're actually worth, like, in the real world? So your five cents is yeah, like those I, little fucking um what were those little fizz ball candies? The the fizzos. The fizzos, yeah. Um and then like your ten cents can be maybe like your racing cars. Yeah. Fifty fifty cents um, is like a red skin or something. <laughs> oh wait, yep. they can't be called they're not called redskins. Are they still called redskins? Because no. that's really fucking racist. <laughs> yeah. Um Toffee Apples. Toffee apples, yeah. What was it? White knight. <laughs> <laughs> All these bloody can- candies, lollies from our childhood. Um, yeah, and then you start going up to like a dollar is like a Mars bar, and uh, two dollars is like a king size Mars bar, and <laughs> ten dollars is a bar of chocolate. Yep, and twenty and fifty dollars is the uh, the rare poly waffle because they stopped making them. <laughs> I'm so pissed that they stopped making polywaffles. <laughs> you could still get them for a little while. They they had them out again, again a little while. Oh, ago. really? I know there are people making yeah, like when you're in Canada. Oh, of course. I know there are people making knockoff ones at like bakeries and stuff, but I haven't I haven't yeah, had one. They're not the same. They're <sighs> not the same. For those who don't know, a polywaffle is marshmallow wrapped in wafer wrapped in chocolate, and it's delicious. Yep, it's got such Amazing. a nice like. Sweet, smushy crunch to it when you eat it. It's all about the texture, man, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because it's not all soft. There's some crunchy bits. Yeah. There's some <sighs> smooth bits. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> right. So, uh, I'm liking this idea of the- of The, the thieves. The thieves yep. basically um, pull, pulling together, like, the mass- the big heist in this. Um, I'm, th- I'm seeing, a, a like, one of the rich gated communities. Okay. All right. So, you got, like, your big- Heist, your big job. And so, building up to that, are you- So, you've got a few days of, you know, having to go pick the right costumes. Yeah, well, I was going to say, like, you've got to spend some, of, out- spend some of the money. Well, oh, okay. I guess that doesn't work if, if the big heist is going to be on Halloween. Um, well, maybe it's that- Maybe it's more that it's a set, set across the course of the night of Halloween, and you can, like, upgrade stuff as you go- so, depending oh, yeah, on how yeah. much you're stealing or managing to get through these other means to the point where when it hits, like, I was going to say midnight, there aren't still kids out at midnight. I don't know. Like, 9 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> 9 p.m. right at the end, you know that this big house is going to have a huge stash 
And so you you have to have, have upgraded enough and got all your gear and got your costumes and got your crew together to finally do to do your final big heist. The big push. Big push. And so what does that involve? Are you actually like breaking in then and ha- and it's sort of different gameplay? Well, it it depends on like whether you again want a twist in the middle of it in which, you know, there's some sort of some sort of um rival gang or something like that trying to do the same thing and you've got to Right. How do you Okay, then- so you need ways to like beat them down as well, like hold 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 them off in some way. Yeah, well the whole the whole thing about <clears throat> um Halloween is it's either trick or treat. Okay. So <laughs> um the tricks can be like eggs and like toilet paper and I don't know. Sawn off shotguns. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but they shoot those fizzers. <laughs> those things could hurt, man, if you threw them hard enough. No, they're, they're just rock salt. <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> In a world of sweets, savouries, <laughs> including rock salt. <laughs> uh, weapons. No, right. Yeah, okay. I guess that'll do us. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, listeners. Listeners out there and- podcast land you can find us on twitter facebook and instagram come and find us there tell us any ideas that you might have had for games based on this week's prompt we also have a facebook group where we put up a listener click pitch every week so you can come there as well and see what that see what those prompts are and trevor and i jump in there most weeks we give our ideas other people give their ideas you can give your ideas we'll have a discussion about it it's fun you can also find us on Podchaser, a site that I developed, actually. Just go there, search for BitStorm. You can rate us there. You can leave some reviews. There's lots of new features coming soon. Things like lists, mm-hmm. lists of podcasts, user profiles, tons of other stuff. So, you, you'll soon you'll be able to follow other people. And I don't know. There's, there's, there's lots of great stuff coming. It's going to be it's gonna be cool. Check us out on iTunes where you can rate, review, and subscribe. We have a website, bitstormcast.com. We'd also like to plug the AGPN, the Australasian Gaming Podcast Network. We've made a lot of friends out there, and we'd like you to check out all their podcasts. Speaking of the AGPN, PAX is coming up. We're going to be involved in a few AGPN things there, so I think you'll find us on at least one or two other AGPN podcasts. It's going to be a lot of fun. We might have some people on our podcast too. We're, we're sorting things out. It's going to be really cool. I'd also like to mention that we're part of Two Pods a Day in October. This is a campaign where every day on Twitter, they put out two new indie podcasts for people to check out. And there are some reviews of episodes up there. So, check that out. We'll tweet about it. We'll Facebook about it. It's really cool. We'd also like to thank Kuridas for the song Mount Defiance off the album Containment Failure. That's the song you hear at the start and end of the show. That's our band. It's kind of it's kind of neat. Thank you again for joining us. This has been Bitstorm. I am Ben Slinger. I am Trevor Scott. I'd play that. That's the end. Storm it up. Bitstorm. Flame on. <laughs> Storm on. Storm on. Storm cast. Storm. Everything's better than VR. Storm a ding dong. <laughs> kiss your bit straight on the lips. <laughs> kiss your bit. Kiss your dad straight on the bits. <laughs> <laughs> and.